Hello and welcome to the Penguins Collective Podcast. My name is Louie. My name is Josh. And we are two brothers who love to talk about sports. Especially the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Penguins got their guy. Well, kind of. Let's get after it. As of Thursday, June 1st, the Pittsburgh Penguins announced that the new president of hockey operations is Kyle Dubas, originally the general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Josh, first thoughts. Yeah, first thoughts. I mean, it sounds like they got their guy. It sounds like they got the the person that they they want because when he was quote unquote made available by Toronto we kind of it, it, I shouldn't say we it appears that the penguins stopped their interview process and immediately went after him just sent everyone over yeah. brought him back to Pittsburgh had him sit down then had him sit down with Sullivan and Crosby, and then it sounds like with 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 Sullivan again. Um, but yeah, it sounds like this was when he was made available. This was the guy that they wanted. Uh, it didn't matter who else they had in the running uh, for you know president of hockey ops. This was the guy that they wanted to go after, and they got him. So now it's a matter of you know where do we go from here? Did you did you like him for uh, Poho? Or did you did you like him for GM? To be honest, I don't I I don't know the criteria of what they were looking for for either role. So mm-hmm. it kind of seems like whoever was in the running for GM could have possibly also been in the running for hockey ops. Uh, because there were some names that, you know, were discussed in general manager uh roles by other writers and uh by us as well I, i'm um I, I can't think of some of the names but they were they were told on like wednesday or thursday that you know thank you but we're going elsewhere which meant mm-hmm. we got dubis so that's why that was like kind of like known that we we got our guy because mm-hmm. those other candidates were told you know we're we're going with we're going with another person yeah so i don't know i mean young guy 37 i like that that's that's cool so i mean yeah as long, he's he's with us for seven years so i was about to say so seven year deal yeah kyle dubas is the ho-ho here in pittsburgh now no one is making this an acronym but we are Okay, let's get started. So if you haven't heard Poho before, welcome to the Poho train. This is the president of hockey operations. Kyle Dubas is your new Poho. And we can't wait to see what this Poho does uh, this upcoming season. Now, this Poho did say uh, during his press conference that I will say I've never seen as much hype around a press conference. I think the Penguins have just the Penguins fans and the Penguins Twitterverse has just been looking for something to hold on to. We didn't get in the playoffs. I wasn't even watching playoff hockey. I was like, I'm going to tune into that. I'm going to tune into that <laughs> at a press conference. Middle of my work day, put it on my desk. 
I want to hear what Kyle Dubas has to say. Um, I thought I thought it was really nice to just hear from him. I wasn't a big fan of Kyle Dubas, not because he's from Toronto, not because all that. I just think he didn't have the experience to come in and mess with one of the best organizations in NHL. I am. I. I don't think I'm biased. I think the Pittsburgh Penguins is one of the most elite franchises in the NHL. Right? Kind of alluded to that. Yeah, he did. He he basically yeah. said, "Man, it's Pittsburgh Penguins. This is a prestigious honor. All that crap." Yeah. And I get that. And I just felt like he didn't have what it take took to to come here and be the GM. Now, when they announced him as the Poho. I was genuinely shocked. I was I was thinking maybe this was the right move. Especially after hearing him say, and I quote, if you if you don't want to bet on Mike Sullivan, Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, and Chris Letang, then you go ahead and but I'm gonna bet on those guys. As soon as I heard that, I said, "Well, thank goodness Mike Sullivan's job safe," because everyone yeah. thought everyone thought he was gone, which helped, which makes me feel good that he believes in Mike Sullivan. He believes in Sidney Crosby because I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, look at his last season. But he also believes in the core, which means when he is helping this new GM acclimate to the Penguins, he's not going to turn around and say, "Okay, now get rid of Malkin, get rid of Latang." get rid of Sullivan. He's not going to say that. In fact, he's going to advocate for them, which is really good, which means he understands a little bit about Penguins hockey. Now, he did also allude to that in the interview, Josh. He said, um, you know, as a GM, you're always looking at other teams. And he goes, how can you not look at the Pittsburgh Penguins with Sidney Crosby and all that? You knew what was going on over in Pittsburgh, but it's just really nice to know that Kyle Dubas was paying attention to Pittsburgh, even though he was kind of in his own bubble in Toronto. He gave his, you know, he tipped his cap to Mike Sullivan and how well he could run an organization. He gave his, ta- I mean, man, I have never seen a Poho uh, sitting in front of a, a group of people going, yeah, I mean, I had to talk to Sidney Crosby because it's freaking Sidney Crosby. And, and how could I not come to this organization and not talk to him? So I thought that was really cool to kind of give like him to give props. Like, hey, I just came from an organization with Austin Matthews, Jonathan Tavares, uh, uh, whatever. that, that Mitch other, Marner. Mitch Marner, Nylander, all those guys. And he goes, yeah, I had to talk to Sidney Crosby because he's a real leader. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. He is a leader. It was also a strange with what he said though because it like he said i wanted to see if winning was still his number one priority and it's like what no you know what i think that was that was code for how long you say how long you say because you think? oh josh you're telling me new your job as a new president of hockey operations you knew they were thinking about seven years because that's what he wants right you're telling yeah, me he he's wants gonna... he wants longevity. Kyle yeah. Dubas. Kyle Dubas wants longevity. You're telling me he's not going to talk to the captain and go, dude, you better not leave after a year. That's fair. I want you here for half of it at least, so I can transition 
into the next step. Yeah. So I think I think it was, hey, I want to make sure winning is still his priority. Of course, it's still his priority. But how long is winning your priority? Your priority. That's fair. Yeah. There were there think- was another instance where he was talking about Crosby that I was like, hmm, that's interesting. I wonder what he means by that because someone asked him you know uh crosby is under contract for you know uh it's still under contract yeah, but it's like yeah. yeah like you know expiring soon like are you gonna do any sort of contract extension with him and he goes well you know i haven't really thought about that you know we're about 13 months away from that yeah so like, that does that mean like, does no. that mean that we're gonna we're gonna extend Crosby? I think we are. I mean, you'd be an idiot not to. I, but my thing is, I kind of thought he this was his last contract. Like he's just gonna ride it oh. out these last no, two years. You're gonna see. You're gonna see either. A, I think he's gonna see a three year contract. Now, whether or not he finishes it, whatever. But I honestly believe he's going to at the end of what two years not this upcoming year but the following is when his contract ends i think so yeah yeah he has two more seasons at the end of the second season i honestly believe if he breaks wayne Gret- or ties wayne gretzky's um um so when sorry point per season point, point per season thank season. you when he mm-hmm. ties Wayne Gretzky how how as even as a GM as a poho as a coach how do you not look at that and go I guess we won't re-sign him I guess we'll see what he wants yeah no I get that I, yeah I understand that but I just kind of thought that like he was just going to be done but yeah I thought that was interesting where he said you know 13 months we're going to talk about that because you know for everything that went on with Hextall and the contract negotiations with um, Malkin and Latang, And for all you Penguins fans that haven't read the athletic article on that yet. Oh my gosh. Please go find that by Josh Yeo. And I forget the other individual. I apologize, sir. Who did. It's some... like Ross? Rossi? Rob Rossi? Was, it, was, was it, he on there was too? Was it Josh Yeo and. It was two Rossi. guys. I, maybe it was those two know. guys that did it. But go go read that article because that explains a lot about as to why Hextall didn't do any type of contract negotiations with Latang or Malkin a year before their contract expired. And already from the jump, from the podium, Kyle Dubas mm-hmm. is saying that he is going to talk to Crosby an entire year before his contract expires which yeah that is already a thousand times better than what we previously had and yeah. then an- another thing that stuck out to me with his his uh press conference you you kind of alluded to it the awareness that he had of our roster from toronto yeah because there was a reporter that said you know you know how familiar are you with this roster in order to make the moves that need to be made in such a short time and Mm -hmm. you know he said hey it was part of my job to know what was going on here yeah you know it was it was like I. and not only that he also said which really helped me kind of like him more was 
I'm also going to lean heavily on Mike Sullivan. Mm-hmm. As soon as he said that, I was like, thank goodness someone is giving that man some authority. And I know he had authority, but it's good to let everyone know that he has it. You know what I'm saying? Where Kyle Dubas is like, hey, this is my first day, and I would love to give you a straight answer, but I'm going to rely on Mike Sullivan a lot. Yeah. And I was like, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And love it. And what that tells me is that that says, hey, Mike Sullivan, you're respected here. And and with with, you know, obvious reason behind that. But at the same time, these conference meetings that we're going to have as POHO, general manager, assistant general manager. Yeah. You're there too now, mm-hmm. head coach. You're there too. Which in most organization organizations, you get input from the head coach that say, "Hey, this is what we, you know, this is the style that we would like our players to have." Blah blah blah. Yeah, so on I would and like so speed. So get yeah. me a guy with speed. But then that's it. But no, it sounds to me like Dubis wants Sullivan at the table with him, which I think speaks volumes. I'm all for. Yes. And I, I think that's going to be huge. And yeah. I think that's that's going to be crucial because he he mentioned in the press conference that uh, Sullivan can coach forever. He yeah. has the ability to coach forever. He's that type of type of man. And he really is like, you know, when you you hear it referred to in NFL a lot more with coaches where they say leader of men. Yeah. Mike Sullivan is a leader of men. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I I think every single player that has ever walked out of Pittsburgh after being coached by Sullivan has become a better person. Yeah, personally, I I that's how I see it. it I know. Just, I don't even know the man, but I would take a bullet for him. Like you know, I, I just, don't know if I'd take a bullet for him, but I would take know. a bullet for him. <laughs> I look, guys. If you've been, if if any of you have listened to this podcast, you know that we're huge advocates for Mike Sullivan, not only as a head coach, because I once again do not know who would coach the the Pittsburgh Penguins with the pool of coaches out there right now. Anyone, the only other person I could think of is Rick Tockett, and that's maybe, maybe. That's, that's only not because, even that appealing. Well, only because he was an assistant coach when we won the back-to-back cups. But when Mike Sol, like Mike Sullivan's our guy, he's our guy, and I like I am so happy that Kyle Dubas is making it known not only to the media but to the Penguins fans saying. Yeah, Mike Sullivan's not going anywhere. He he's he's your coach. And I and I really, really like that because that not like you said, not only does that speak to his coaching ability, it speaks to who he is as a guy. Mike Sullivan, through all this adversity, he practices what he preaches. He says, Hey, it's gonna get rough, but we gotta keep on going. Look what happened last year as a head coach to this team. Did he waver anyway? Did he falter and and kind of mess up when it came to talking to the media after all that? He goes, we just got to keep on going. We just got to keep on going. I know what this team could do. We just got to keep on going. And look at that. It speaks volumes now because when a new guy came in, he immediately saw that. He immediately see, yeah, this Mike Sullivan's our guy. And, you know, I really like that about Kyle Dubas, especially because 
he's a smart guy. He knows he can't just come in here like a wrecking ball and just say, uh, no, I wouldn't have done that. No, let's do this. Let's do that. He played his cards right, especially in a town like Pittsburgh, who everyone is either all in or all out. He came in and goes, hey, guys, your favorite coach is OK. Hey, I talked to your superstar. He's ready to go. Hey, I'm all in now. I'm a Yinzer too now. And everyone's like, you got it. Hey, we love yeah. you for it. Really and I did. think that's what the point, the point of that press conference was not for the media availability. It was to make him like, make us like him. And he succeeded. Hopefully that wasn't fake. Hopefully he wasn't putting on a front, but I really do like him now after the press conference than before. I honestly did. I He really changed my view after that meeting. One thing... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, just quickly on changing view. I mean, the, for me, I knew of him because of how young he was and like how quickly he rose, you know, to his previous role as Toronto GM. But my opinion changed on him during the playoff run. S- seeing that passion and the oh, anger and chirping the fans chirping i was like this guy is awesome and then when you find out that hey his contract runs up he may not be returning to toronto it's like oh okay come on over come on over young man with Dude, imagine with him fire. in the press conference i mean that press conference the press box. press box yeah during a heated game between us and washington and him just chirping him just chirping at fans while Crosby's going backhand, scoring his 7,000 point. Dude, unreal. Love to see it. Also, just, I just, I, at first I wasn't happy about how young he was. But now I'm like, hey, seven years. This guy's yeah. going to be here for a long time. And also, yes, he's 37. But in this, in his press conference, he talks about his first start. Where yeah. he where he got started the in suit. the in the juniors at the age of yeah. 25 as a general manager, yeah. so technically he's had 12 years and some sort of general manager experience. Yeah. Hey, now you you can't you can't find that type of experience at a younger age. You can't. No, I mean he did say what he got hired when he was like 18. Yeah. For just being like technical uh, stuff. A scout, yep. A scout. And the next thing you know, he got the opportunity to be assistant GM at like 21. And Correct. then he didn't get the promotion until 25. And then mm-hmm. he did that. And then he went to the Marlies. And then he went to the Maple Leafs. And then looks thing you know, he's getting hired by the greatest organization in NHL as the Poho. Now, um, with that being said, I want to say something. He... He has something good going for him, um, but he has a big task coming up. He has a big task. He got the Yinzers on his side. He got Penguins fans on his side, which is great. I don't think, I haven't seen one negative thing about Kyle Dubas yet from the Penguins Twitterverse. Everyone's excited that he's here. That's great. Check mark for Kyle. He's good. Now he's got a big task. He is basically going to play general manager until we hire one. Um, Now, there are some things coming up at the end of this month, at the end of June. There is going to be the draft. He will be solely responsible, unless we hire a GM first, which I doubt it, for the draft. He will be responsible for the draft. 
he will also be responsible well, al- along with the the scouting department that's already there oh no i'm yeah. yes yeah sorry i'm not saying he's solely responsible for scouting i'm saying he's solely responsible for making that picking making the executive decisions Sure. leading up to the That's draft fair. so yeah. whether we trade whether we don't whether we do whatever he's in charge of that so the question is josh do you think he is in a rush to get a gm or do you think he's going to kind of hold back and play it a little safe until he he knows what he's got yeah so it, it's tough because i i feel like we're already behind the eight ball in the search because you are starting to get to these off-season check marks you know uh you get to the the draft end of june start of free agency is early july you know so like we're we're there we are right there and fenway sports group already took so long to get to this point of hiring Kyle as the poho. So now the the announcement was made on June 1st. So now you have a month before free agency, just under a month before the draft. Kyle kind of mentioned it. It's going to be hard to try and get permission from other teams to yeah. interview because of the draft process because of the type of intricacies that may be involved in trying to poach someone from another team right before the draft. Yeah. You know, not to get into details of other organizations and what's going on, but the Toronto Maple Leafs hired the former Calgary Flames general manager as their new general manager, Traveling or something like that. Yeah. There was a delay in the hiring because there were negotiations about how much information that Traving was allowed to give to Toronto about their draft process, like draft scouting. Yeah. So that's kind of what Kyle Dubas was alluding to with what he was saying in terms of it's kind of hard to, you know, negotiate with other teams right now because it's like, okay, I want to bring in so-and-so from you know, whatever team, let's just say, so yeah, well, what, our guy, Botterill from yeah. uh, Seattle. Okay, we want to bring that guy in. Okay, well, he can't say a word about any of the draft prospects that he has reviewed under Seattle, Seattle Kraken. So now he's pretty much useless at the draft. So that's why I think it's okay to be patient here, like Kyle is saying. Plus, Kyle was just... Kyle Dubas was just a general manager. He knows how to do the job. So, yes, he'll be performing the jobs of, you know, essentially two people. But let's also look back in the history of the Pittsburgh Penguins. This is our only second president of hockey operations. And not because and not because Brian Burke was the president for 100 years. It was because this was this is a relatively new position. Mm-hmm. So this, it's not like Kyle's going to be doing this super overwhelming job where he may let some stuff slip through the cracks. I think this is going to be okay. I'm okay with it waiting until close to the draft where I wouldn't be surprised as soon as the draft is over, we make an announcement 
and then free agency hits and boom we hit the grounds running with our poho kyle dubas and our new so gm and so fodder yeah yeah, yeah. yeah no Botterlo i mean for sure man. i'm jason fodder lee fodder fodderell fodderell i think it's fodderell dude jason that's what i'm gonna call you jason yeah. b Dude, I think he's going to be our next GM. I think, I know he was in talks to be our Poho, but come on. You've been a part of the Penguins organization before. You know what it's like. You've been around the core. Time to come home, buddy. Get us another cup. Um, I think that's for sure. Now, I do not think that free agency is going to hit and we do not have a GM. But I definitely don't think we're going to have a GM before the draft. I think Kyle's going to come in and get situated. He wants to meet everyone. We did let go of a few people behind the scenes that were part of the rep, the Hextall regime. They are now gone. Um, so he's still got to fill in those positions, those those behind the scene positions, which aren't going to be announced like the Poho and the GM. So he's got to do that stuff. He's got to do that stuff. He's got to get people. He's got to shake hands, kiss babies. He's got to do all that stuff uh, behind the scenes first. Yeah, he's meeting with your boy. He said and he Kyoto. wanted to yeah, he Oh, he Josh, to I was going to dive into that. Hold on. <laughs> I was going to dive into that. Um, but, yeah, he did call out Andy Kyoto. And it was nice to hear Andy Kyoto's name be shouted out in the press conference, you know? Uh, I got more excited than Andy Kyoto, you know? <laughs> but... Uh, no, you made me lose my track, bro. Oh, he's got to he's got to do stuff. He's got to do stuff. He's got a long list of things he's got to get in order before honestly before the search continues. Now that Kyle is involved, Fenway has been doing it by themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I saw a lot of people that were saying, you know, where did Mike Sullivan like why why did people think Mike Sullivan was coming in and helping? Cuz I'm pretty sure the Pittsburgh Penguins tweeted it that uh, Mike Sullivan will be assisting the search and stuff like that. I don't know why there is a, a negative response when people said, hey, um, uh, Mike Sullivan's helping the search. Don't know why. I know some, Taylor, some people, some people like the separation. Taylor Haas said that she didn't, I'm going to call her out. Sorry. She tweeted out that saying she didn't understand why people thought Mike Sullivan was a part of the search for GM when Pittsburgh Penguins clearly tweeted it out hmm. saying, right? I'm, I'm not mistaken. When the Penguins announced that my, uh, that Hexall was fired, they said the search will continue, blah, blah, blah. Mike Sullivan will assist in the search. Yeah. And I mean, I we don't know what's, what's going on. It, it could literally be, hey, Mike, is there anyone that you think would be good for the role that we should interview? Me. And that could be um, his assistance. Like, yeah, no, yeah, it's a small assistance, but I'm pretty sure yeah. they did announce that. Anyway, I'm getting off track. What I want to yeah. say is there's a lot of behind the scenes. Fenway Sports Group has been doing it by themselves. And I think they kind of got there. They, they, this is what they did. They were in the search. Man, we really don't know who to get. Hey, Kyle Dubas is available. Let's talk to him. Maybe he wants to be the GM. Nope, he wants to be the the poho. Okay, well, can you finish the search for us then? Because we don't want to do it. We don't know what we're doing. This is our first time in hockey. Yep, yep, guys, I got it. 
So that is what Kyle Dubas is going to be doing from here on out. Kyle Dubas is going to be uh, doing the search, not only with Mike Sullivan, as he said, he's going to lean on Mike Sullivan, but he he's he's in charge now. So he, this is his job. He is the leader of the Pittsburgh Penguins as of right now. So he's got to go and he's got to research and he's got to interview now. He's got to make sure it's right for him. So it's going to be really interesting. It's going to be interesting uh, going forward. But I did want to touch on one thing he did say that kind of raised some eyebrows as we alluded to. And he mentioned uh, uh, Andy Kyoto. And when he did mention Andy Kyoto, he talked about, hey, your goalie situation. What's going uh, with what? What's going on with that? He basically said, "Well, Tristan Jari's a free agent. I need to talk with Andy Kyoto before I make any decisions." Basically, alluding to is Tristan Jari going to be a Pittsburgh Penguin by the start of next season? Who knows? Josh, is Tristan Jari going to be a Pittsburgh Penguin by next season? You just said it. Who knows? Yeah. The only only one who possibly knows right now is Kyle Dubas, the Poho. Yeah. Uh, I was reading, uh, and this is, uh, just so everyone knows, we're recording on Monday, June 5th. Um, Watching the Stanley o- Cup right now. O- over the weekend, there was an article by Pensberg about, you know, hey, let's look at Kyle Dubas's track record in Toronto to see how he may handle things here in Pittsburgh. And they were talking about the goaltending position in one of the sections of the article. And they were talking about the type of goalie that Kyle Dubas brought in. Now, if you look at the track record of Toronto, they haven't had a, you know, quote unquote superstar between the pipes. They, uh, they Josh, mentioned what are you that. Talking about? They had Matt Murray, two-time yeah. <laughs> Stanley Cup champion. Yeah, that's what they're talking about. They had Matt Murray, who did not pan out for them, and also took a flyer on uh, Samsonov, which, I mean, no one really thought he could be a number one coming into the season. Then the year before, because they uh, only had guys on one-year contracts, they had Jack Campbell and Peter Morazic. Again, you know, so it seems like he has the the tendency to go like 1A, 1B type guys, which, you know, in some instances you can argue they are just two twos, um, you know, and just have them on a, you know, heavier rotation. But my thought process after reading that is kind of what we were alluding to not too long ago talking about Mike Sullivan's and uh you know assistance in this type of stuff he may have a seat at the table where he says no I need I need a number one I don't want a rotation I want one guy I can count on night in night out and if he says it's not Jari then it's not Jari but if he says when healthy it is Jari Go and get your guy. Jari's our backup. <laughs> He's no, he I, wouldn't I, come I, wouldn't come back for that. No, no, he wouldn't. 
if we were to say, hey, Jari, I know you were our starter the last two years, but can you be our backup while we go get a better, healthier, stronger yeah. goaltender? Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Um, no maybe shot. he goes to Toronto. Who knows? <laughs> Toronto would, would be hilarious. That would be very funny. But hey, I you know how I feel. I believe Jari should walk. I don't think we should resign Jari. But then yet again, the answer, the question is, who do we get in return? That I do not have an answer for. I I, I don't know. Connor Holbuck, I mentioned it. If you guys listened to our, our last um, podcast with the amazing Josh Getzoff, who is the voice of the Penguins. Shout he out. said, shout out. He said, um, that's expensive. <laughs> that's expensive <laughs> to, 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 to go get. He pretty Connor much Hullabuck. said, keep dreaming, Louie. Yeah, dreaming. he basically, I said, what about Connor Hallback? He was like, we don't have that money. So <laughs> it's kind of like a kid going to a toy store and going, well, I want this one. He goes, all right, well, I got a dollar. So we're not doing that. <laughs> why so, don't we go to the dollar section? Well, let's go to dollar store. Uh, and that's basically where the Penguins are at. We we want a, a target size toy, but we got the Dollar General type of money. Yeah, exactly. Maybe maybe Dollar Tree type of money. Ooh, not yet. We'll see. Not yet. Yeah, yeah. Not yet. We'll see. We're at we're at the Dollar General type of money. Yeah, we yeah. could get something maybe for like fifteen bucks, but that's like max. <laughs> you know. And if anyone's following this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Target money starts at 15 and goes up. Yeah. You know? So, like, if uh, this is completely off base here. But, like, would you go Target, Walmart, Dollar General, Dollar Tree? 100%. Yeah, I think we, right? I think that was, I, th- I think I that's kinda, obvious. I think we're kind of teetering between Dollar General and Walmart, to be honest. No, Tosh. Come on. We don't have Walmart money. <laughs> well, again, a lot of it depends on what we do. Do we re-sign Jason Zucker? Do we trade away? All right. If we don't contracts? re-sign Jason Zucker, we're baby, Walmart. Go get that red cart from Target. We're going <laughs> shopping. You know what I'm saying? We're going shopping, and I'm not talking about that dollar area in the middle, of, in the beginning of Target. Like I'm talking in the back. I'm talking in the back, baby. I'm talking in the back, past the Apple headphones and all that stuff. The Apple products. Yeah, go to the toy section. That's where we're going. Anyone following what we just said? Anyone can can anyone follow what we just did the last couple minutes? Because if you did, you're our type of people, and hey, we love on. you. If you didn't, and you don't have any kids, so let's do it this way: if you have a spouse, they're in the magnolia section. Oh, in Target. In Target. Yeah. Hey, we're not chipping Joanna Gaines. Get away from that. <laughs> yeah. You know, we don't have that type of money. Yep. I found one. What's their What's their like uh, great value brand? Who targets? Target, yeah, essentials or um, something like that. Yeah, something like some like essentials. I don't know. I have, That's I where we're shopping. I have something over there. I, I can't see it right now, but yeah, yeah. That's a good and analogy. Josh, I it's a I great like analogy. If you know what I'm talking about, your like mind is blown of how great of an analogy that is. But if you don't, it's great. You're just you're you probably tuned out by now. You're probably yeah. like, what the heck are they talking about? But and you know what? It it's doesn't so, matter. You know what's so funny to me, though, is that, like, the fact that, like, like you know around here in Scranton. Yeah. There's there's a Target here. Yeah. And, and what is directly next door to Target? Walmart. 
Like, oh yeah, right. <laughs> so no, no, no. Right so there's in all right. Shout out to Dixon City. All right, if you're in Dixon City, that's a little further from Scranton, but if you shop at Scranton, you know what Dixon City is. So there's like two mountains because they decided to build a a, a shopping world Plaza. on the yeah. side of a mountain. So there's one hill that's Walmart and one hill that's Target, and you go up one road to both, and it literally <laughs> splits off splits. a lot. Yeah. Uh, so it's literally like if you go up that road, you're deciding: do we yeah. got Target money today, <laughs> yeah. or do we got Walmart money? And you have to make a decision fast because there's only two lanes. But so, at the at the bottom of the hill, what's at the bottom of the hill, Louis? It's a Dollar Tree. Uh, uh, no, this is not, Josh. Yes, there it's is. It's up the hill. It's up the hill. Right next to Five Below, I'm pretty sure. Which we didn't even no. talk about Five <laughs> yeah, Below. Yeah, Five Below. We're better than Five Below. Okay? Five, five AHL, Wilkes-Barre, is that Five Below? Yeah. We're, it, we're, we're... So Five Below is below Dollar General, above Dollar Tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where Five Below is. I'm trying to think of any more stores that we can confuse our, our, our listeners yeah. right now. That's it. I think that's, I, think, I think that's good. That's it. That's enough for confusion. We're pretty good. Or that's, if, that's you're, if you way. don't know, if, if you don't want to talk about that, we're shopping at Marshalls right now. <laughs> that's another when, one. When we want Kohl's money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> See, to me, they're kind of the same. They're no, not that far TJ off. Maxx and Marshalls are close. Then it's TJ Maxx and Marshalls and then Burlington Co. Factory on the bottom. And on then the bottom. Kohl's. Kohl's above Macy's, it. And up there. Yeah. Yeah. See, there's you know so many about. like different different variations for different there types is. of fashion too. So it's, you know, you get all that all that stuff. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I would. I don't know how how old of a reference this is, Josh. Oh boy, here we go. We have Olympia Sports money. <laughs> okay. When people want like fanatics money, okay, we don't got that. Oh, speaking of, uh, okay. Can we talk about the hats? Josh, the we are on a tangent right now. We just dived off <laughs> Kyle Dubas, but I know. you continue I'm with s- what you want to say. I'm sorry, but wait, don't you agree? What hats are you talking about, Josh? Oh, you haven't you haven't been watching the playoffs, so you don't know. I don't give a crap about the playoffs right now because the so Penguins aren't in it. When Florida won and Vegas won, you know, they get their hats. Oh, the, the conference champions. It's literally, yeah, yeah. Just, it's literally just Western Conference champions crest that's it just on a hat listen fanatics taking over was it next year yeah 2023 2024 well yeah they already they already they're the ones that designed these hats no i know i know they've been doing the hats for the last couple years but trash they are trash but my thing is they're taking over for the jerseys jerseys so imagine now if they're smart they don't touch them they just don't touch the jerseys and they just slap their logo on top of the Adidas logo. But usually what happens when a new provider takes yeah, over, they change them a little bit. They change up the designs a bit. So who knows what's going to happen? I don't think the Fanatics are going to do good. I'd rather Olympia yeah. Sports take over for the jerseys than Fanatics. But Josh, let's backtrack a little bit. Cal Dubas, he's a new Poho. We are excited. We are eager for the announcement of the new GM. And that is all the news of the Pittsburgh Penguins as of right now. 
We are in limbo land. We don't know what's happening. Mike Sullivan is still our coach. Sidney Crosby, still eager to win a cup. And Kyle Dubas has checked in with both of those guys. And as long as that's the case, I feel like we're in good hands. I'm upset to bear myself. I and agree wholeheartedly. With that, Josh, are we shopping at Target? Or are we shopping at the Dollar Tree? Kyle Dubas got to figure that out. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. This has been a wild ride. But Josh, where can these beautiful people who may shop at Target, may shop at Dollar Tree, Dollar General, and in between, where can they listen? Just want to give a shout out to all my Dollar Tree bargain shoppers. There are oh. some good deals that you can get out there. Just want to say, all right? But got to throw shade on Dollar Tree. Hate this 125 now thing. Hate it. Oh, yeah. What is this? Go Inflation back to a dollar. Inflation got you going? Yeah. 20, you're no longer the Dollar Tree. You're yeah. the Dollar 25 Tree. <laughs> no one likes so, that. But to all of our favorite listeners, uh, just keep listening to us wherever you're enrich alike. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Oh, we uh, all shop there. Go ahead, Josh. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Keep listening to wherever you find us. That is Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon. Mm. I'm missing a few, but iHeartRadio. iHeart, we're, thank we're you. We're everywhere, Josh. Yes. Wherever you are listening to us. Just make sure that you you click that follow, click that like button. Make sure that you say subscribed. So that way, every time that we come out with a new episode, you're aware of it. Also, stay on, uh, uh, you know, uh, involved with us in Twitter. Uh, yeah. That's where we drop a lot of our episodes. So at Pens Collective, uh, that's where you'll find, uh, find us putting out content. Try to keep you posted. I mean... We got the breaking news about Kyle Dubas as everyone yeah, got it. No, I don't that, think no, anyone no, no, was no, going to no. break we that. We got one the news. inside scoop. I wish. <laughs> How great would it be? And hey, you know what? The only way we can get there by you guys giving us all, giving us all the listens, just being engaged with us. I've seen it. A lot of people are 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 liking, retweeting. Hey, we appreciate it. This show would be nothing without you guys. Like I said before. We literally had Josh stinking gets off on our podcast last week. Unreal. And that's Great. all thanks to you guys. So yeah. we really do appreciate it, especially in this off season as we're awaiting, as we're, as we're getting ready, as we're watching these stupid teams play for the Stanley cup when we both know it should be the penguins. But as we wait, we just want to make sure that you guys are entertained and you guys are up to date. And you guys are still listening to the Penguins Collective. So with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. Now do it for this one. And Josh. Let's go Pens. Let's go Pens.